now sits in the hold of Belkson, surrounded by tribes of hostile orcs. The situation is bad enough that the townsfolk keep a vow to keep their hope knives close, to finish themselves off before the orcs can do worse to them. But now come evils worse than before, for trouble follows true now like crows. A simple suicide is just the first step to uncovering a conspiracy of orcs, dragons, giants, and more. Trunal's defenders will journey across the Mindspin Mountains, passing through fire and death till the lightning falls. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Giant Slayer, a Pathfinder adventure path. Episode 9. So when last we left our hero? When last we left our hero, orcs had attacked Trunal, which was particularly startling because Tomar had had a number of professional dreams about this and now it's actually happening. Yep. So it wasn't really so much a surprise, but you didn't know it was going to happen now, and yet here you are in the middle of it. Um, so Tomar, uh, Roderick Graf has been buried somewhat hastily. Tomar and Sigrin have um, lit the um, commons beacon and um, have been assigned to uh, light the second beacon that's um, in the inner quarter and investigate the inner quarter where there is quite a lot of fire and screams and the sounds of orcs attacking and do what they can for the people. Whilst Cursed and uh, Pella try and scout out the Hope Spring, light the Hope Spring beacon and figure out what that is that's throwing the giant boulders all over the place over there. Uh, and uh, while Jagrin and any militiamen he can find battle the main walk army outside the city walls and distract them from, well, sacking Trunal fundamentally. Yeah. So that's um, that's what's occurring. So um, You are due a couple of relationship points, yep. which you can have now or after the battle, but more stuff is going to occur after the battle. Uh, I'm happy with either or whatever is easier for you. Cool. Well, I'm happy to give them to you now. As you're um, sort of just heading towards the inner quarter, this is going to be a fairly brief conversation, yep. but um, Sigrun will clap you on the back and say, well handled. That could that they could have turned ugly with the... Um, all those um, people accusing that poor girl. It was good to see you calm them. You calm them down well. I, I like your style. I, words work better than knives when it comes to fools like that. And you get a relationship point for saving Brynjolf. Cigarette. Yeah. Yep. For cigarette. Yep. Out of interest, is that? Um, for saving her, or was that for saving her in a fashion that didn't result in a giant riot? Uh, it's for saving her in the way that you saved her. Yeah. There are a number of ways that would have been acceptable, but if it, you had resorted to violence, yeah. you would not be getting the point. And if you hadn't helped her, you would definitely not be getting the point. Yeah. And um, you gain one with Pella for saving Elena. This one doesn't really come with dialogue. It's yeah. kind of just in the way that you looked at each other after the fight. Yeah, absolutely. But you know that you can count on her, and she knows that she you she can count on you. Cool wings. Yep. 
And um, you are heading for the inner quarter. Aye, we'd best be moving for that inner quarter. Thank goodness some of that th- some of those things that we picked up from the assassins will be useful. Uh, like, yes. like this thing that we retroactively looted off him. I, I can't quite make out what it is. Yes, and then we do retroactive assassin treasure, which I totally remembered about. That's why we're doing it now. May I have a sheet of refill? Sure, because that's the most logical time. Well, I'm obviously not running back in the middle of the battle to loot them. I'm thinking, as I sit with Sigrun, isn't it great that we have this random broken short sword? <laughs> and that's just the thing we'll be needing. Here we go. So I'm just going to read it all, and you don't have to um, uh, write down anything that isn't valuable to you. Sure. Yep. Okay, so um, they have um, two short swords apiece and um, light crossbows, yep. none of which are magical or masterwork, yep. um, and sets of um, standard leather armor, yep. which likewise not masterwork. Um, they all have a set of thieves' tools. Four of them, wasn't there? Yep, three of them. Three worth having. Um, they've got um, about 20 gold pieces between them. Yep. Um, and small gemstones worth about, uh, semi-precious stones worth about 200 GP. Cool. Uh, they, um, you find, they've got three smokesticks. Ooh, useful. Yep. Three lots of antitoxin. Ooh, I like people that have utility crap. And um, empty pouches which um, appear to have contained the poison. Yeah. <laughs> appear to have contained poison, uh, which they have used. And um, three potions of cure light wounds they didn't get an opportunity to drink. All good. And that's them. Cool. The um, armor and weapons have just miscellaneously been donated to the militia. We're, we're very glad of them. Yeah. And we're even gladder now they're surrounded by... Um, okay. The rest has been temporarily donated to my pockets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got space to carry the stuff, and um, no one else's... Uh, people already have healing potions and stuff, so it can just be generically in your bag for the time being. You can divide it later. I will be glad of these healing potions before we get through. You can never underestimate the use for a good smokestick. Oh, from what Pella was telling me, you um, held off those assassin, assassins with smoke and clever tricks. Not really my style of combat, but I can see it'd be useful. Uh, well, we can't all back it up with a, we can't all back it up with a hundred pounds of plate mail and a great axe. It's been my experience that it, when it comes when it comes to problems, there's, there's few things that sufficiently heavy weight of dwarven metal can't solve. Even doors, you know, you just kind of put your helm on, get your head down, I, get a bit I, of a rub, I, I, lumber up. <laughs> I can see the use up until you find your way up, up until you find you're wearing your plate, and then it suddenly starts freezing over as the area gets colder and colder and colder for no discernible reason, or other problems, hypothetically. <laughs> Remember that time I accidentally cast chill metal on myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for reminding me about that thing, which I totally wasn't about to forget for the second time. There's a note from my character sheet that says, Ask the GM about assassins. Cool. Mm-hmm. Assassin loot. Yep. Do you want to just screw that up at this point? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep the sheet of paper. Oh, cool. All right. Since I'm about to be damaged. Yes, that's fair. All right. Yep. Um, so, um, as you come up, um, this is effectively a gateway that you can pass through. Yeah. So that's probably where you'll be heading for. Yeah. So you can come up to that gateway. Um, these gates, this gate is sealed, um, and currently occupied by members of the militia. Yeah. Who will just let you in. Yeah. Um, there's a blister on this tower being fired by members of the militia at any orcs that they see. Awesome. So this is a relatively secured area. Yep. Um, so the, um, there's like guards on top of the tower and one guy down, and, um, one guy a bit close, and one guy inside. Yep. Who, um, looks at you and just kind of... Yeah, I'll hastily salute them as I pass through. Yeah, and will hastily open the gate for you and then immediately shut it behind you. Rightly so. Jamal will more or less pass rapidly through with the sort of ten-word explanation of headed, I'm headed for the beacons, hold the gate, good work. Dick, 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 dick. Cool. Alright, so the beacon is easy to find. Yep. It's a giant pile of wood here. Yep. Um, there's, um, it hasn't been lit as yet. Um, the guy, there aren't very many militiamen in this area. Yep. These guys are holding their gate towers. That makes sense. Uh, there's, there's no one particularly by it. Cool. So there appears to be no obstacle between me and it? it there appears to be no obstacle between you and it. Okay, we roll up to it. Sweet. You see nothing particularly alarming. Yeah. And it goes up. The be- the beacon is lit. So this um this looks very chill. I'm just going to briefly hold up a picture of my map of the inner quarter. Yeah. This is more what it looks like. Just, there, there are there are fire. There's yeah. some fires roaring over here. Um, people's homes are damaged or destroyed. Um, and you can definitely see milling bodies fighting. Um, some of them are greener or grayer than your average. Um, what's separating that from this one relatively secured area is a little barricade across here. Yep. Um, and that's kind of the first thing you see as you're um, going in. Yep. No problem. So, uh, having lit the inner quarter beacon, where was our next stop? So, the theory is at this point, you're heading out... Okay, so this is a fairly open area. Yeah. You're heading out into it, and there are a number of places that you can find. Yeah. What I can do is draw you like a, um, a biggish map on the whiteboard, so that you've got, like, these are the kinds of... Because this is kind of a... You can go in whatever... This is a bit of a sandbox. You can go in whatever direction. Sure. Yep, yep. That sounds like a logical method of doing it. Cool. So, Because if I'm tracking this right, we've now actually fulfilled the orders that we've been given. Uh, you've fulfilled the beacon-related orders. So you were told, um, light the two beacons. Yep. 
and get and investigate the inner quarter yeah, and deal. Do what you can. And do what you can to secure the inner quarter. Okay, um, so that's a um, fairly rough version yeah, yeah. of the same sort of area in here. I see it. Um, so these are um, at wildly different scales for things that are all roughly the same size. Yep. Yeah. These are all guard towers and bits of curtain wall in between them. Yep. Yeah. Um, these are basically the houses. Um, this is the this is the well. This is the barricade wall I was talking about. Um, that you can just pass through, and these black things are fires because I don't have a red pin. Yep, that's fine. The red the, one, dead. Um, they're, um, the... Uh, so, this whole area is, um... There are things to be dealt to within it. Yep. So it's, um, you're basically starting from here. Yeah, I think let's have a, you are here. Yep. So you've come through this gateway. Yep. You've lit the beacon, which I have not put on the map because it's on fire. Yep. And, um, you are basically approaching the, in the vicinity of the barricade. And, um, from there you can go where thou wilt, um, and there are other there are other guard towers in these areas. There are numerous buildings. Yep. So, oh, so so good. Let's sweep the area. Set. Let's sweep the area. Look for any orcs that have slipped. Look for look for any orcs or invaders that have slipped the line. Put out the spires if we can. Find find anyone who needs aid. Aye. And we'll sort of wave at her and point this away. And we'll arbitrarily start on the first building on the right. Cool. Because that's the tactically sound thing. We'll sweep in a search pattern. Cool. So as you move up, yep. Um, so you encounter this area, uh, which is um, a makeshift barricade has been set up across this area, and there is an aid station here. Where you can see some of the town's healers and clerics are laying out bats treating the wounded. Um, one of them is Alina Halffire, and you can see Brunia is over there as well. Cool. So, um, Alina is going to come hurrying up to you. Yeah, yeah, and I will move to her to at least tap her briefly. So. I, are you alright? It's alright, Mark, we're alright. We're barely even scratched. It's all just been words so far. We've got a couple of the beacons. What's happening here? We're um, holding this area as a place um, we can take care of people. If are you, Where are you headed? Uh, I will gesture vaguely towards the Hope Spring. Yeah, uh, through, 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 through the corner to the Hope Spring. It doesn't look very good out there. If you find anyone who needs help, you can bring them back there and we'll take care of them. We've got some guards... Uh, uh, it's, uh, they um, felt this area was secure enough, as, as secure as anywhere. Aye. And I'm, um, I've got a healing spell reserved for you. If you or Sigrid get into trouble, come back to me and I'll take care of you. Appreciate it. Keep yourself safe, eh? Shailen doesn't mean that face for fighting. 
You keep yourself safe too, Toma. You're going out into the battle and I'm staying here with the wounded. Aye, but this is intended for her. He says, <laughs> that's his place. She shakes her head at you. Get on with you. And take care. You too, Sigrun. Bring my boy home. And um, Sigrun salutes her. Yep. Alright, you can just pass through this. Yep. Um, Alright, and taking a look down here. So... These first few buildings are um, empty. Yep. There are. Um, I'm just going to put. Little no- I'm going to put the notes in blue. Yes. Is that- there's no. There's no one in, in them. The people have scattered yep. to um, safe harbour or um, fighting, depending yep. on their inc- ilk. Absolutely. Um, so, tomorrow is basically saying we'll make a sweep of it. Check the buildings and sort of pointing, and basically what I'm going to do is sort of sweep across here, because this is literally more or less just a road, isn't it? We're not talking um, 10 yeah. minutes of walking. Yeah, yeah, the, this is a relatively, this isn't a, this isn't a particularly huge area. I yeah. mean, Tomar is um, consider, considerably gianter than yeah, you would, yeah, but... Um, um, but this the, is, the, there is there's a, there's a trail through the middle. I'm not drawing the trail, yeah, but there's footpaths through the middle of this. So Tamar's tactical plan is to sweep it side to side. So I'm basically headed here, then here, then here, then here, then here, then here. Then All here, good. Then here. Cool. All right. So you check out these two houses and then back trail for this. That's what next stop. Cool. So this house is likewise deserted. Yep. So we're we're next. Cool. All right. You check. Yeah. Uh, that would be Agrit and Sarah, Sarah's house. Yep. It's on fire. And, uh, so tomorrow won't bother to rap on the door, given that it's actively on fire. So basically, um, you can see um, this corner of the house. There's a flaming boulder on the roof. Like the the there's a flaming boulder on the roof, and the roof is on fire. He will merely yell through the door at that point. Agrid, Sarah, you alright? A faint voice in Dwarven. Tamar, is that you? Get in here! Help! Sounds like trouble. I can't can't move her! Yep. And we will bowl through the door. Okay. Alright. And at this point... Um, I'm putting you on initiative. Absolutely. Because this is a um, this is a problem that is as you get here, this problem is time critical. Yep. No problem. Uh, and we will also need a different map of the house. <laughs> sure. If you don't object to stacking your maps, we can Not just closed. so how about uh, if you... Oh, actually, you know that, um, if you don't mind using the same one... You want the end again? The end again would be fabulous. Sure. The ceiling is actively burning up here. Yep. So you can, um, there are a number of ways you could approach this problem, but it's a, um, it is a time-critical situation, so I'll be counting off the rounds. Could you explain what I'm looking at on the map? Sure. So, um, this is the exterior of, um... Agrit and Sarah's house. Yep. Um, above, you're outside the door. Yep. You know they're inside the house. The um, roof up here is on fire. There's um, effectively this is all house, but this is the part that people are in. Right. 
Um, my confusion stems from the fact that there's too many oh, sorry. over in another house entirely. I'm yeah. not sure if that's meant to be an upper floor or. Well, not. thanks for clarifying. Um, I've, you don't know where, them. you can't see them. Cool, so they, they are not on Yeah, the so map. instead of putting them on the map somewhere else, I'll put them off the map. And to clarify, is this actually the clamour, or is the smithy, or is it their house, or is it both? It's, no, it's their house. Right. The clamour's that way. Cool. Um, I'm not sure it's even in the inner quarter. Um, this is where, um, this is where you guys slept. Yeah, yeah. This is Agrit, this is Agrit's house that Sarah sleeps in. No, that makes sense. I was just thinking of things like, um, the quenching forge and that from the smithy. But, yeah. Uh, obviously it's, the, she's not gonna have a home version. No, the, um, there are a lot of buildings that you've been to that aren't in the inner quarter, including your actual house is not in the inner quarter. Yeah. So your house is not, well, you know. This is the worst bit as far as the civilian population in jeopardy. So, fire. Tamar has basically nothing clever here. Um, He will more or less just smash smash the door down. Yep. Um, So... And roll on in. Um... Yeah, um... The door is not locked. Yep. Um, the... They were at home, yeah. and um, they, peril struck before they would have had. You know, if if, they, if a Rebolder hadn't hit the house, they probably would have locked the door. Yeah, but a Boulder hit the house, and since then they've been dealing with that. So um, you can um, simply open the door if you want to. Yep, or shoulder charge it. <laughs> yeah, I imagine Tamar kind of does both. Pulls pulls, pulls, the, the pulls pulls the latch to see if it's going, and then on the assumption that it isn't, starts putting his shoulder into it. Sure. And as it is, just pops it open fairly easily. Cool. So you, given that you already spoke to her, you can give me a perception check for which room of the house you're looking for. Twenty one. Cool. All right. Um. You think the fo- the voice was coming more from the gr- more from sort of this area on the ground floor. Yeah. On on the left, I think. Slam the door open and march on in. Cool. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yep, and stop. Cool. Because action to open the door. Yep. Action to um, walk twenty feet in. Uh yeah, that's a, that's as fast as you're. That's as fast as he goes. Yep. That's me stubby dwarven legs, 20 foot around. Okay, cool. Alright, um. It's not like Sigurd won't have a worse, won't have the same problem. Alright, um. Agrit knows you're coming and is going to hold. Yep. The, um, if she could have solved this problem by herself, she sure. would have done it before you got there. Um, Sigrid has the tremendous advantage that someone's opened the door for her. Uh, and I am actually going to quick sheet my bow at this point, which yep. I'm undoubtedly walking around without. Yeah, yeah. In the battlefield. Yeah. But at this point I'm not hearing, Arg, help, the orcs are eating me, so yep. it's going back away. So I'll get cool. three hands. Sigrun will, um... Yep. Will quick sheath, will quick sheath her um, shield and her war axe, which she has out. Five... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, um, and opens this door. Yep. Uh, no, actually, um, she can double move, but then she can't open the door. Yep. So, um, she's actually got to go to here. Yep. Inside, ready to get through the door, but, um, she doesn't have enough movement to do both. Sarah will do a thing, and then, um, it's back round again. Alright, and um it is Tamar again. 
move to the door, um, and at this point, same thing, pushing it first, then shove it. Yeah, so, um, you, sh- you, I'm, I'm just counting that as one action, given you were next to the door. Sure. So, you open the door, alright, and, um, inside the room, you see, so, this is actually, like, boulder. Yep. Um, so the um, boulder has hit this side of the house. Um, some beams and stuff have caved in, and um, Sarah, Sarah is under a beam and um, does not appear to be conscious. Yep. She's just lying there. A certain amount of pooling blood. Yep. Um, and Agrit is here, frantically trying to prise the beam off her. And um, clearly... This this has been you yeah. know like the the, the the she is not succeeding in doing so, so that's the situation as you come in. Yep. So, if I still have any actions left, you you've used one. You have one left. I will move over to the beam. Yep. And basically lay my hands on it. Yep. Um, and that's about the size of it. So Tobar thrusts open the door, takes this in, sit, looks looks at this, nods. We're here. To, we're here to help her. Shuffle over, shove her slightly to the side, put my hands on yeah. the beam and brace the lift. Yeah, good, <laughs> she says. Alright. Um, Agrid is again going to hold. Yeah. She can't make the strength check solo. Yep. Um, Sigrun is going to take a look at what's happening. 5, 10, 15. Get over to here. Yep. Um, and she is going to... Um, Touch Sarah and stabilize her for one point. Excellent. So Sarah ceases bleeding to death. Nice. <laughs> and that, that's more than I can do. And that's Agrit's. Uh, and that, and um, Sigrid reflects that her points of lay on hands are um, in fairly limited quality and she needs to know how many of them she um, yep. has spent. Sigrun, can you... Nice work. <laughs> like, as Tamar's looking back over his shoulder to give the order, yeah. she's already moving in and doing it. Yeah. Um, Sarah lies on the ground and ceases bleeding to death. Sigrun um, doesn't necessarily have the capacity to bring her to consciousness and doesn't want to use all of this extremely limited ability. Alright. Or at least doesn't with that ability and doesn't have time to muck around with potions at this juncture. Yeah, yeah. What is? All right, and it is round three. Yeah. Now that she's not. Now that she's stable. All three of us together. We lift the beam. Well, actually, two of them. Um, you two lift the beam. I'll drag her out from under it. Yeah. Edward is undoubtedly stronger than I am. Yeah, that's fair. So right. either two of them lift and I pull, or we all lift together. Uh, but I mean, Sarah's still out at this point, isn't she? She's yeah, she is still out. So yeah, all right. Um, so to get the to get the beam off her, yep. it's going to be all three of you making combined strength checks. Cool. And um, like your part in it can be towing Sarah out. Yep. But um, that is basically going to require full round actions at this point. Yeah. So basically, I'll call you two. 
You two lift from as close to either end as you can. I'll get under it and duck under and sort of yep. put my back under it. Lift with my back, grab her and try and pull. Yep. So what are we doing? Uh, are you all making strength checks? You're all making strength checks. Cool. So um, who's going to be the primary? I think Sigrun should be the primary. Yep. Yeah. That's a 27. Uh, Agrit succeeds in an aid. Uh, and I'm using full strength here. Yep. Uh, I fail to provide them with any aid. Okay. So. Uh, so if you're using the full strength thing, it's Agrit's giving her a plus four. Yep, cool. She's making her own strength roll. Yeah. I'm failing to assist because I don't hit the DC 20 that I need. Cool. So this round, um, you get the beam kind of wedged up, yep. and Sarah a little bit further out from it, yep. but you don't free her. And that's everybody's action. Um, and then everybody needs to make me a fortitude save. Smoke. 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 18. Smooth. 24. All right. Yep, so this round everybody's fine. Yep. Um, Agrid's not great, but she's just yep, effectively she's already... Yeah, it's already... Un- it's suffering the effects. Okay. And that's round three. Okay. Give me another... Give me another combined strength check. Sigrun. Yeah. Oh. Lovely week back. <laughs> Alright, Sigrun gets a better number this time. And she didn't do too badly last time. And Agrit assists her. So, um, this round you spend your entire, uh, you spend all your actions doing it. Um, and Sarah is yanked out from under the beam, which then collapses on top of other beams. Yep. So she is, you're in exactly the same configuration, but she's no longer under anything. Okay, and everybody give me another fortitude save. Ooh. That is not so hot, Sigrun. That is not so hot at all. Oh, a natural one. Okay, you both fail. All three of um, all three of you spend this round coughing, coughing and choking as the smoke gets to you. Yep, with nauseated functionally. Yep. <laughs> the building is definitely making ominous creaking noises at this point. No problem. All right, and um. Okay, we'll do this round by round as um, uh, you no longer need to act in concert with the party. Yeah. So um, give me a, another fortitude save. Just you this time. Uh, 23. Cool. Feast off that one. All right, so um, you, go, you sort of you were okay, and then you got this massive cloud of smoke as it blew in through the, through the hole in the wall. Yeah, and, and I hack out my lung full of smoke. You managed to get the coughing under control, and you could act this round. Bizarre. All right, so I'm going to throw Sarah over my shoulder and then start grunting for the door. Yep. So move action, I pick her up. Yep. Move action, I go 20 feet out. So, you uh, can just manage this load, can't you? Uh, it's, it immediately drops me to a heavy load, but that doesn't slow me because I'm a dwarf. Sweet. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah. You stagger her out to the hallway. Um, and we'll see how the... And Agrit... 
makes a check and 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, staggers into the hallway behind you, electing um, not to get in front of you. Because she's basically yeah. looking to pick Sarah up if you pass out, yeah. and then come back for you. Presuming that Sarah isn't um, uh, loaded for bear or dressed in huge piles of plate mail. No, or... she was enjoying a quiet evening at home with yeah. her girlfriend. Because yeah, I figure blacksmith. She's half-orc. real heavy. Yeah, yeah, blacksmith half orc. She'll be reasonably heavy, but um... but, but yeah, she's not wearing plate or anything. Yeah, um, pretty confident you actually can't tow cigarette out of here, so you better hope she stays conscious. Alright, so the two of you make it to the door. Cigarette also makes a fortitude save. It's definitely feast or famine. That was a big gout of smoke. 5, 10, 15. And just stands in the doorway. There's no, there's really nowhere she can go. But on the other hand, you're all further. Okay. Ominous creaking noises definitely getting louder. Get up. I don't think the house is stable. We need to get out of here. I have been trying to do that for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> Can't run. Double move towards the door. Yep. So give me a fortitude save first. Let's see if you move at all. <laughs> Alright. Uh, ten. Okay, Tomar um, manages to hold on to Sarah, but is unable to move <laughs> due to hacking too much smoke. <laughs> Alright. Anybody who wants to take her is welcome to her. Yep, Agrid is going to see if she can get a bit further. Yep, Agrid makes her fortitude save and is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. Yep. And lug Sarah a little bit closer to the door. Yep. Um, she would probably not leave you behind indefinitely, but... No, no, uh, you get the word out first. Yep. Alright, and Sigrun... Uh... Is also doubled over with smoke inhalation. Um, but you haven't failed two saves consecutively. Yeah. And that's a nice thing as far as it goes. Okay. Much louder creaking noises. Alright. And let's see what you can do with this round. Alright. Make me a fortitude save. Come on! <coughs> no time! Left, back, back, uh, 14. Back, back. Okay, that is not going to do it. Um, are you content with that number? Uh, this doesn't happen to be... No, this isn't poison, is it? It's smoke inhalation. It is smoke inhalation. You are not... Yeah, um, yeah my dwarfy bonuses um, yeah. do not dwarf me. Uh, so am I thinking I'm going to hack my lungs out or say pass out? Uh... You think that this roof may not stay up that much longer, and that you might be running out of time. I will spend the sickness and add a d6 onto my fortitude save. Sure. Uh, bringing me to 15. Yep. That's as good as we're getting. So what was your original fortitude save? 14. Right. Alright, that is not going to do it. Cool. Um, Hack my lungs. Yep, so you take... Uh, three points of non-lethal. Sure. As you um, are now suffering quite violently from smoke inhalation. Yep. Um, you have got Sigrun's hero points as a resource if you would like to spend one of them. Understood. Cool. I can draw them for you if you'd rather. 
have one of hers, but if you're happy... No, that's fine. Okay. Alright, and then Sigrun is going to... I'm just going to finish. She can pull this one out. Uh, cool. Makes her fortitude save. Alright, and seeing you doubled over... Uh, what is she gonna do? Is she gonna try and get them out or get you out? Oh no, it's Agrid first. Sorry, Agrid. That's right, yeah. that's gonna simplify Sigrid's decision. Agrid makes her fortitude save. Yeah. And goes, um, 5, 10, move action, lower Sarah to the ground. Yeah. Um, and then, um, pauses on the doorstep. Yeah, there's nothing useful Sigrid could do to help them anyway, cause she can move to them. Take Sarah, yeah. but that doesn't help. Alright, so Agrit staggers outside and turns round debating whether to come back inside. Yeah. And um, then, because um, she doesn't have enough action to do anything Absolutely. useful, um, so at this point all she can really do is get chapped inside, and Sigrun, it's all about you, girlfriend. Alright. Sigrun doesn't like that number very much. Would she like her three hero points? She would like her three hero points. She may also have nothing terribly useful. Uh, The avalanche, possibly, an unthinking disaster. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, this is irrelevant to her current circumstance. Yep. There it is. Hmm? Feels like a huge pile of things are about to fall on her head. Alright, she makes her check, move action to pick you up. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yep. Um, and gets both of you to the doorway. At which point, the house collapses. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll. Alright, um, however, you are both at the doorway, yep. so it collapses as you stagger through it, yep. and you take a bunch of damage. Yep. So give me a reflex save each. Yep. <laughs> it's coming, coming down! <laughs> 16. Cool. Um, you make it, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm... Reducing the damage somewhat because you you're halfway out. Because you're literally catching some of it on the door frame earthquake star. Okay, uh It's always round down, isn't it? It's always round down. Cool, you take three points of lethal damage. Yep. And um Sigurin takes more. Alright, and um, at this stage, you are out, you have gotten them both outside the building. Like, you, so the, 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 the doorway, like, this collapses, and bits of roof fall, bits of roof fall, timbers fall, there's kind of a general collapse of a big chunk of house. Yeah. Several timbers impale you and, um, Sigrid as she basically rolls out the door. Agrid steps toes Sarah back hastily, <coughs> and you two form kind of a little snowball of um, metal as Sigrun rolls rolls you out the door. Actually, to be honest, a fair amount of the damage you take is um is the heavy paladin lands on you yeah. at some point in this process. Yeah. 
But um, it, it, you definitely get the sense looking at what's left of the entryway that, um, you know, it, it was definitely going to be worse if you had stayed in there any longer. And you can now breathe. Your lungs are filling <laughs> with um, cleansing oxygen. You feel pretty dreadful, yeah. but you're able to move and act normally. I spend around hacking up. So yeah. I think you're more out of initiative at this point. You are indeed out of initiative at this point. <laughs> now, sort of wave my arm half-assedly down the street to Agrit and say, Hairless, down behind the barricade that way. If you take her through, you'll be right there. And Agrit will nod, and, um... She looks somewhat ruefully at her house, and, um... Right, I'll get her there. Thank you, I I couldn't have got that off her. I'll, I'll, I'll... We owe you. House is just a thing, lass. Just, I'm so glad you got her out. It's just, you know, all the books. Tomorrow we'll wince (laughs) in that one. Bye. But they can be replaced. They can be replaced in a few years. The lives can't. Uh, Get Sarah to the hills. Keep her alive. If you can't, keep to the vow. We're still standing. We'll be alright. And, um, Agrit will again pick Sarah up. And, um, normally you'd escort these people, but yeah, these guys are, the stage. Th- these guys are not very far from the barricade. They yeah. can literally see it from here. So they stagger off. Cool, yep, and. How well you do at helping the town? FX, the, the town score. It, it is relevant. Yep. So I am going to... Yes, because there's, there's limited effect in saving Trunal, it's then a burnt out wreck full of corpses. Presumably, this is one of those mechanics of saving. Sarah earns you two victory points. Yeah, you you have a score of blah. Yeah, you 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 are um, doing things that matter to how the battle for the town goes. Yep, and you have just done a thing. Um, You are also entitled to something. Um, Agrit will literally. Unclasp off something from round your neck. I'd give this to you later, but who knows? It might help you now. Aye. And she hands you a gold necklace set with agates and moonstone. It is worth fifteen hundred GP and contains a pearl of power. Ooh, the first level, which is why basically, if it was just a pretty necklace, she'd give it to you later. Yeah. But um. You know, that might be useful now. She has not expended it today. Yeah. So, I will take that, Give start to give the slightest shrug as I look at the, well, you know, actually the shiny necklace is lovely, but it doesn't look all that necessary. Yeah. Um, and then feel the power radiating out from it. And I, 
Aye, that'll come in right handy. Thank you. So I'm going to declare at this point that this is um, not, as it's woven, crafted, is not particularly feminine, yep. even though it's beautiful, yep. and is something that Tobar could wear without feeling embarrassed about. Absolutely. Uh, and all things considered, I am immediately going to use it. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, and thus regain my first little spell slot. Yep. Yeah, because you've already used um, I've, mage I've, armor, I've haven't you? Armor up, yep. Which eats one of my slots. And, um, like, no one else in the party can spell cast any. F- oh, actually, no, that's not true. Um, Pella can spell cast. Yeah, but she's fine for you to use the spell slot. You're the PC. Uh, no, I'll settle on it for the moment then. Okay. I'm not, I'm not so deeply worried about my single spell slot. Alright, well, you can ha- remember that you've got the resources, yes. basically, the message here. Alright, okay, and at that point... You like aid? Yeah, can you, um, fold this up for me? Both of the for aid? Rohana will answer. Continue. Okay, so, um, you have rescued Agrit and Sarah before their house collapsed and killed them both. Always a plus. And you feel like, you know, you've done something that is generally good value for the town. Yep. And, um, that was this building. Yep. It's, uh, it's, there's no one else in here and the building itself is, um, pretty badly damaged. And it's largely just going to burn down at this point. Uh, it's... The roof has actually collapsed in at this point, hasn't it? So it's Uh, a smoldering ruin. It's not, um, not, uh, like, the door, these two rooms have collapsed in. The whole roof is not actually gone at this point, um, but it is on fire. Yeah. Um, if you have a capacity to put it out, you could potentially save the building. That won't make a difference to the defense of the town, it'd just be a nice thing for Agarit. Yeah. But if you don't have any particular, Sigrun doesn't isn't a cleric. She I doesn't have, have um, cure cureries type. She doesn't I have cure, haven't got a methodology that's particularly effective. So. No, the building burns down, and the yeah. bu- building is going to burn down. Yeah, yeah. What Tamara's looking at is if the fire looks like it's going to spread out of control, I'll start doing things. If not, no, there's um, more or less like uh, there's um there's gap. You can't see the gaps between yeah. these houses because of the way they've drawn this map. But there are absolutely gaps between these houses. Uh, and the fire is not particularly fierce. It's going to burn her house down and not spread. Yeah. It's not as big a thing as these two fires over here. Yeah. Cool. All right. And at this point, um, you know, you have a minute um, if you want to do any kind of um, healing. Um, Sigrun is probably just going to press on at this point. Yeah, I will. I think we pause for a round or so. Yeah, take like, a couple of breaths, hack out some more smoke. Yeah, you, you spend a bit of time breathing, um, cleansing lovely oxygen until you um, can breathe without coughing. And I'll look at her for a moment and say, she's a damn good woman. Both of them. If it had just been me, I could have never moved that lo- I could have never moved that beam. Um, I'll still be under there too, he says. Uh, uh, well, uh, we've got things to be doing. Are you good to press on? Aye. And um, I'm going to take a moment and make an awkward relationship check with her. Yeah. That's, that's my equivalent of the well done pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, she's a dwarf too, she gets it. 
Or look, I succeed. Yep. Because my difficulty is three. Yep. You get a um, you get a relationship point with her. What's your total at this stage? With her? Yeah. Four. Kills. Now five Pella, four cursed for her. Okay, so you are technically entitled to information about Pella. Yeah, but now's not the time. No, you can have that. Um, but, you know, remind me later. Yep. Or else we'll just do it the next time we're digging into the relationship things. All good. Cool. All right, so um, you are... Hang on, where's Tomar gone? You are here. Yep, we stagger out from that building, we take yep. a breather, and then I'll check the next one. Yep, so that one there. Cool, alright. Short pause while I figure out where I am again. And obviously, you know, I'm going to respond if I see civilians or walks running down the street screaming. Yeah, yeah. Presumably absolutely. that's not happening. Yeah. So I'm gonna clarify that the well is an area you can check out. Yep. Okay, so um this area has some um damaged houses and one or two bodies who looks like an orc and a guard. Yeah. Um, and, um, there is, for a moment it feels like you can hear something singing very quietly. It seems to be coming from around the vicinity where the bodies are. Okay. Tamar will stop, sort of raise a, a stop hand to Sigrun so she stops clanking yeah. behind me. Yeah, let Sigrun stand still. And then listen harder. Yeah, it's very quiet, but it's... So Tamar looks confused for a moment, um, and then calls out in a louder voice, Oh, anyone here need aid? And start moving towards it. Yep. It gets only a little louder as you get closer, and no one responds to you. But you can definitely still hear it. I will... Literally dig around for it for a moment. Yeah, like, so basically under this body. For the... Yeah, so basically, um, you establish it's a bit like you know that bit where you're finding your phone. Yeah, that's basically what you're doing yeah. here. You're, you're, it's not on either of the bodies, but it is near them. Yeah, just past the um dead orc's outstretched hand, you find good technology. That's so far. Um, what looks like a um. Aslan technology, it actually could be his cell phone. Hmm? As you find a, um, what seems to be a little, um, sculptural carving. Yeah. Um, it's a, um, as you sort of look at it, um, it looks like a, a very little dragon. Yeah. And it's green. Looks like it might be made of jade. Yeah. It's, um, sort of crouched down and spitting, spitting lightning. Uh, the, the statue. The statue. The, the statue. statue lightning. Yeah. As opposed to the statue yeah, actually yeah. spinning lightning. Yeah. And the, um, like, you sort of glance back at Sigrun. She's like, kind of, give me a, um, give me a wisdom check. 24. She doesn't look like she hears anything. Uh... What the hell do I think I'm looking at here? Actually, no, this is a fairly obvious thing. Uh, I will hold this statue, and the sound is definitely coming from it. Yeah. And it's, like, hand-sized. Yeah. Maybe the size of a pen sort of thing. Yeah. You you pick it up? I will pick it up. Cool. Give me um, a artifact hunter roll. Uh, that's a success. Cool. Then you can you can receive this information without activating this. 
Um, as you pick this thing up, you think of that moment, you, the, the moment of a few nights ago with that moment the lightning struck and its power called to you and you understood. Yeah. You can feel lightning in this thing. It feels like it's almost attuned to you. The kind of magic that it has is the kind of magic that you have. And you realize that its magic is almost calling out to you and you but you resist that call and don't automatically activate it. Yeah. Um, you feel like this would give you the ability to restore your spells as though you'd had a nice rest, but that once you'd used that ability, yep. it would take... No, it'd take time for it to recharge. Like, a month. But you don't automatically trigger its ability and recharge your spells at the specific yeah, time. Yeah. You merely develop the knowledge that you could do that without, out, uh, without it kicking in. And you look at Sigrun, you don't think this would work if she held this yeah, thing. Yeah. So Tamar will sort of pick it up. And she's definitely given you a slightly funny look at this stage. It's, it's... And she comes over and looks at it. Where the hell did, where in the seven hells did this come from? It's very pretty. Listen to it. Can uh, you hear it? That little crack of air, like a whistle before the lightning comes. Uh, nay, no, I can't hear anything. Well, you know, except the battle and the people screaming in the houses that are on fire and that. And tomorrow we'll look at it faintly troubled. How did you come to be here? Stares at it for a moment, then sort of shakes his head and snaps himself out of his days a bit. Another day, for another day, perhaps. Um, and I will pause for a moment, whip out like a blanket from my bag or bedroll or whatever, wrap it up so that the whistling is muffled. Yeah. Um, actually, as you've, uh, it, it's no longer singing to you. As you've picked it up and understood what you, um, uh, the singing sort of trail reaches a, yeah. reaches a natural stopping point and just ceases, yeah. it was calling to you. Yeah. T- Tamara's kind of seriously troubled by why is this thing here? Like, um, uh, the one thing I will do, to the extent that I can, is look at the scene, which is probably some sort of self-survival uh, search check. Yeah. Um, where is this thing in relation to the people? Like, was the orc holding it? Was he pulling it out and then he dropped it? Did it fall out of the sky on his head? Um, was it just here? And oh. I just happened to have seen it? Okay, give me a give me a check and I'll give you some. Uh, seven. Alright, um... Yeah, it's, it's on the ground. Do you want to ask Sigrun if she can do any better? Um... She probably can't, looking at her skills. No, to be honest. Yeah. It, it sounds um, much more up my alley than oh, hers. Alright, so I'd say, um, just from the positioning, it looks like it may have come from the orc, yeah. but you don't get any more information than yeah. that. There is more information, but it's not deeply relevant. And, it's just and con- context that you don't pick up on. One assumes this orc isn't, doesn't conveniently have a string of um, lengthy, elaborate face tattoos. No, he um, he looks pretty orky. Yep. <laughs> he looks like an orc. Yep. He looks like the sort of orc that um, doesn't have uh, 
It doesn't have a name, not what is written in, in the book. Yep, yep, understood. So Tamal... There, there, there is more information you could pick up about him, but you would have had yeah, to roll better. Yeah, so roll better. Tamar looks confused and troubled, and it's uh, something for another day, maybe. Aye, fair enough. It, it was singing? Oh, uh, that's the other one. Um, to the extent that I can tell, um, is it obvious what killed him? Uh, Tomorrow yeah, is yeah. not remotely going to autopsy him, but is there an arrow uh, through his throat? It, he has large bleeding wounds. The, him and the guard both have large bleeding wounds that look a lot like you yeah, know yeah, the right. weapons that yeah. the other person is yeah. holding. As, <laughs> as opposed to the um, equally plausible lightning struck him out of the blue. No, it doesn't look like... it. it you know... It, you get a relatively high DC bonus on this. It doesn't look like he was killed by any sort of magical accident that might happen in the vicinity of a perfectly innocent dwarf who was just kind of strolling through when, you know, lightning inexplicably struck or it became inexplicably cold or yeah. slippery. Yeah. You, you actually have a fairly good eye for magical accidents at this point. This looks more like he was stabbed with some sort of longsword like the one the dead guard has. Yeah. Um, and... More for my purposes as a player, uh, does this thing have a name that I could later discover, or shall I just notate it and look at it? No, it's not an it's not an artifact. Yeah, like you can tell that because you made your check. Yeah, um, it is a magical object that is sufficiently interesting that I'm giving you the knowledge based on your artifact hunt as a bonus, as a perk from your artifact hunter trait. Cool, but, but it doesn't have a name. You could give it a I name. I intend to. Yeah. But um, it doesn't ha- it's, it's, it doesn't have a storied history, and you don't think it would be particularly difficult to break any more than any other random magical object. Yeah. But you get the sense it's a little warm when you hold it. Yeah. Um, it's looking. It, it's it's attuned to specific people. You are definitely yeah, one the, of those people. The, the ring wants to be found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, at that point, if that so, there's um, there's a tower behind here which you have not checked yeah, out. That check doesn't encompass that. that we'll is... Walk through the, to the tower. Cool. Voice of the editor here. Then orcs destroyed the last half of the recording, so you've got me instead. We took on Kagak of the Rolling Thunder, an orcish drummer bard who was occupying the top of one of the watchtowers, inspiring the troops with his inspire courages. When we made our way up the watchtower to accost him, he used Featherfall and jumped off the side. But rather than proceed to engage him, we went back inside the tower and mined it with Keltrops and waited for him to come to us. Which, eventually, dismayed by his buff spells running out, he did. Only to be briskly murdered. And that's where we ended that session.